You're listening to Inner Buddha's Zen Entrepreneurs Podcast with your host, Trisha Shinko. I am a mom and I'm an intuitive healer. That means that I use my intuition to help burnt out working women overcome stress and anxiety in their personal and professional lives naturally. It's all about creating sustainable ways to improve your mental health and emotional well-being from the inside out. My mission is to help you break free from old patterns and cycles so that you can love more and stress less. You're listening to Inner Buddha's Zen Entrepreneurs Podcast, and we are now in season two. And this is lucky episode 13. Today's episode is all about experiencing more Zen moments in your life. So we're going to explore, you know, what do Zen moments add to our lives, what benefits there are from living a Zen life, and really what does it look like to live a Zen life? Well, you're going to find out what it looks like to me anyway. So let's get right to it. Hello, everybody. How are you doing today? It's been a little bit. Well, it's been a little bit for me anyway. I know um, I've been away this my last episode actually was May 29th and today is September 4th and so I actually stepped away um, I had a baby girl her name is Olivia and she was born on June 1st 2019 at 5:51 a.m. so <laughs> it was a very long night for me um, but uh, right from the start she was had brought a ton of love into my life And it's been really amazing to see um, my son, who is now nine, interact with his little sister. Um, Even like when I was pregnant, he was saying, you know, I love you to my belly and I miss you and I I can't wait to see you kind of thing. It was so cute. And now he can actually hug her and kiss her in real life, (laughs) which is just so sweet. And, you know, he's been on summer vacation, so he's been a big help to me, really. I mean, having a new baby and kind of like re-navigating that. I mean, it's been nine years, okay? I'm not going to lie and say, oh, I know everything. I can, you know, I'm, I remember everything. No, <laughs> we forget. I know I forgot. I forgot a lot of stuff. And so it's just kind of like relearning everything again. <laughs> but uh, I'm doing pretty good. Um, and now it's been three months. She's three months old and I've learned a lot since I've had her and I learned a lot about myself and on a lot of deeper levels, which has been amazing. I've also learned what I'm capable of when I'm uh, lack of sleep and feeling like a zombie. Um, and then I just have a lot more confidence now. I find that having a second baby versus what I was like when I had my first baby. <laughs> uh, like, you know, when you first have your first baby, you, you I was me. I was a helicopter parent. I was... Oh, so scared about everything and, you know, him getting hurt or I was just like always there over top of him, making sure that nothing would hurt him. Right. And I had to learn that babies will only learn, you know, from doing right. They can never learn from us telling them because, you know, being told something and, you know, experiencing it yourself are two completely different things. So I can tell you I'm definitely um, a lot more laid back now because I know (laughs) that um, she is going to be fine no matter what, right? And to be honest, um, she's a lot 
better baby than my son was because he was probably playing off of my anxiety when I was, you know, helicopter parenting him. And he probably, you know, that's probably why a lot of the stress and anxiety that I built up was just me projecting that onto him. So this time around um, is a lot easier and she is sleeping better and she is just being, you know, happy and playful and full of love. So that's all I can ask. And what I've learned also is to really take advantage of the nap time. (laughs) Nap time for me is a great time for me to go outside um, and, you know, really kind of create more zen moments for myself because that to me is very important that it like for me zen moments really is just easy as going out to my gazebo I put my feet down on the grass bare feet and I close my eyes I put my hands on my knees with my palms facing up and I just breathe deeply you know just really soaking in the energy and kind of just allowing myself to let go of anything that I might have been hanging on to and right there I can just feel a shift even just talking about it I felt a shift right and I just I really got to take advantage of those times and I realized that I never did that with my first son I didn't Um, not a lot anyway and um, this time around I'm actually now you know nap time when I know when she's going to have a longer nap I'll go out and do some yoga. I'll stretch my body and, um, or I'll take the stroller out. And when, you know, when I feel up to going for a walk really, but taking that stroller out, taking the kids for a walk around the block, just listening to the birds singing, you know, like these are really moments for me that recharge me. Right. And then I can be a better mom. I can be a better mom to both my, my son and my daughter. Right. So it makes me feel good. And from all this personal development work and personal growth that I've been doing over the past couple of years, really, it's honestly, I feel like it's prepared me for this moment. (laughs) It's really prepared me to be the mom that I always wanted to be, that I couldn't before. Um, I'm more happy now. And my son even tells me, he's like, mommy, you laugh all the time now. He's like, my sister makes you so happy And it made me realize, I was like, oh my gosh, did I not laugh or smile that much (laughs) before? I was like, oh my gosh, I really got to work on that, right? But we don't really notice these things about ourselves because we're just kind of wrapped up in the day-to-day stuff. And it really took that moment to wake me up and just be like, okay, well, you know, now I'm in a place that I can be happier and I can not feel guilty for what I was before because that's gone. And all we can do is change from now going forward, right? So what I really wanted to do with this episode is kind of share with you what I've learned about Zen moments and, you know, how it really gave me a new life and it feels so good. So I'm going to get right into it. So I want to ask you this, when I say the word Zen, what comes to mind? Like, are there images or feelings or what? Like, really, I know a lot of the times when Zen, anything, it you know, you get images of Buddha or Zen gardens or, you know, people meditating or, you know, it could even, when you think of the word Zen, sometimes it could be even like a place, um, like a beach or a mountain or a waterfall or something, right? 
So you always kind of get these images when you hear certain things, right? But then really what I want you to focus on is not so much what your images that are coming up in your mind, but more what does it make you feel when you think of these images? So what comes up for you? I'm sure there's probably feelings like calm. I could probably throw in tranquility, peace, bliss even, right? Happiness. That's what this is all about, right? So these are amazing feelings to have. And it's even more amazing to have these feelings on a more regular basis, right? I find that I needed a reminder. I need something to kind of like give me that visual stimulation where it is like, if I see something, it'll kind of bring that feeling, right? So for me, obviously this, like these visual reminders, they can be different for everybody, right? But for me, um, when I want to find those feelings of calm and tranquility and bliss, and um, I'll actually turn to my Buddha statues. I have almost like 10 in my house. I have one in almost every room. And then I also have orchids and Frank Peenies. So Frank Peeny flowers, you know, those little flowers that they use to make Hawaiian lays. I love those. Those are my favorite. And I have them everywhere. I have pictures of them. I have the little fake ones because <laughs> I'm not in a climate where those can grow. So, but you know what I mean? Like I just, I place it strategically in each room, no matter where I go, even on my desk here that I'm sitting, I'm looking at my vision board and on my vision board, I have my Frank Peeny flowers. I have diamonds. I have things that make me feel good, you know, and my little Buddha statue in the corner, right? And then I have also salt rock lamps, you know, things that bring out those feelings because the most important thing is the feeling you get because the more you feel a certain way, that makes the emotion attached to it. That emotion is going to grow, right? Just the opposite is true, obviously, when, you know, bad things happen and we focus on the bad thing that happened or whatever tra traumatic thing, you know, it, it grows. It's, it's crazy, you know, but um, what we really need to do is make more time for those Zen moments. So what I do is Zen reminders. <laughs> I do Zen reminders on my phone, when to breathe, you know. It, or just when to take a moment. They even have apps for this, you know, like they, you can find that anywhere. And you, you can even have a reminder to stop and, you know, just um, listen to, um, you know, a meditation or, you know, just take a moment to breathe. Really, when I was working full time, I had to take advantage of my breaks and walk outside because if I didn't, I would go crazy. Like <laughs> the job that I had was customer service in a call center right there. Everyone knows the tension you could have from a call center, right? So I did that for many, many, many years. And now I'm glad to say that I'm done with it. <laughs> um, but that's just it. You need those meditation reminders. So then reminders. So we got to really know what's, what, brings that feeling for us. And like I said earlier, I mean, it's going to be different for everybody. But when you have that, um, you know, picture or sound or memory or something that brings those feelings up for you, remind yourself of those again and again. 
even if something happens that I, you know, a stranger holds the door open for you, that's a, that's a sweet feeling, you know, like as simple as that, hang on to those feelings, remind yourself of those things, write those down because those are the things that are going to make the feelings of Zen grow because it's just like as if you're, you know, taking care of a house plant, let's say, right? Anything you focus on grows. So if you're focusing on that plant and you're pruning it and watering it and feeding it fertilizer, it's going to grow beautifully, right? But then when you forget about and start focusing on other things, it's going to die out, right? Because you got to feed that emotion. You got to feed that house plant. <laughs> so you really now take whatever it is that makes you feel that way. So for me, um, like I said, it's my salt rock lamps and my flowers. I sit there and even if it's just for a moment, I glance over at it. It brings that feeling in. It makes me feel a certain way, which then I can focus on that because what we're doing when we're focusing on all the wrong things, we're unknowingly self-sabotaging our own happiness and we're just focusing on all the wrong things, right? And then you get stuck in a rut and don't know how you got there. But what I've learned is to become conscious or really aware of what I'm focusing my thoughts on. So basically choosing what I'm thinking about more often. And that's really what I like to call conscious thinking. Um, and I'll admit, I mean, I don't do that all the time because I'm human, right? And um, things come up. But it's a habit. And like any habit, it does take time to build into your daily life pattern. And we're all creatures of habit. So it's not going to be hard for us. It's not going to take long for it to become our daily thing. And so what I'm really saying is that you can actually choose whenever you want. Right now, in this moment, you can choose to change your mood at any time. It's really up to you when you want to shift your attention from what's making you unhappy to something that actually lights you up. So honestly, it's that easy and it just takes time to break one habit, right? And create a new one. I was reading a scientific study that it actually takes 21 days to create a new habit and that will be more likely to stick with. This is something that you're going to continue with, right? And you got to set those reminders and you got to have some kind of dedication, right? Maybe accountability. So have somebody be your accountability buddy, right? But if you think about it, if you start to choose different thoughts today, just start today. In 21 days from now, it could be a new habit that doesn't require any work to remember to do right? It could just be a part of your daily habit, your new programming. And that programming is going to override any of the old programming that was bringing you down, right? So it's just a matter of you choosing something different. So this episode itself is serving as a reminder to really just add more Zen into your life. Allow those moments to grow and cultivate them into something that is bringing you a happiness on a more regular basis all the time, if possible, right? But we can just start one day at a time and that's it. So I really just wanted to, you know, let that share that story with you and uh, let you know that it's a choice 
And the choice is up to you whether you want to have, you want to grow a plant of happiness or do you want to grow a plant of sadness, right? It's all up to you. So thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I hope I've inspired you to choose differently for yourself. So thank you so much. Much love. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You can learn more about me and what I do by visiting my website at www.innerbuddha.ca. You can also follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Inner Buddha Zen. I would love for you to leave any feedback you may have and feel free to leave a comment and review on this episode. So go ahead. Don't be shy. Again, thank you so much for listening. Much love.